Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 66. Watch Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 15th day of October. Thank you for letting us be a part of your weekend mornings. And good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Conyers. Snapping your fingers and popping you. He's back and bobbing yeah, your heads yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, John Pizzarelli <laughs> on, on a Sunday morning. A wonderful Rockdale County. Shout out to the folks out in Rockdale. You think they're still riding them horses at that horse? That, oh, that yes, horse? very much. But they do a lot of other things out there, too. Really? We were yeah. just talking about that. We were talking with some people about our facilities from the 96 Olympic Games and the ones that still exist and are still in use, and that one is still being used. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> well... I, I don't want to say too much. I know there's things you want to get. Now, well, let me ask you a question. Do you want to do our, our story of the week first before you get into local, or you want to just – I'll leave this up to you. It's your segment, so because we haven't done them yet. Okay. So it's up to you. And Eric's got the, the thing ready to go here, so. But you, you make the decision here. It's your call. You know, whichever you want to do. No, it's your call. It's your segment. So you want to start <laughs> it with that because I don't want to cut into, you know, you were up early this morning, you know, scouting. No, we're going to get into that with, with, with Chris in the next segment. All right. All right. Well, it's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's story of the week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. You know, there were very, uh, it was a, a week of varied stories that were available to us for this you know, this response here. And th- I want to leave the obvious one out. I mean, what's going on uh, in the Middle East and, and yeah. obviously the Braves. I don't know if you were going to jump on the Braves being your story of the week. That's kind of what I had. But, but okay, because we talked we talked about it already. I just wanted to do something else. Well, all right, well, I stepped on you. No, on your thing. no, yeah. no. Go ahead. But one of them I thought was going to be my story, but good news has happened from her daughter, and that was Mary Lou Retton. Did you hear about her? Yeah. I see you. She, we almost lost her this week. Yeah, yeah. But she apparently has made a turn for the better, and so Mary Lou Retton is. Um, she's doing okay, man. The, the Pete Rose of gymnastics. I always think when I used when she Why was you say that because she looked like somebody who would beat somebody up, get ready to do a, <laughs> a Florex routine. She was a little butterball, so. you know. She yeah, just but she had a smile though. Oh, she, she had, had a, a huge smile. And, and I'm and talking everything. more about her approach yeah. to what she did. Well, that's what well, that's what all gym, gymnasts have. Nah, though. but for they her, all have that. Maybe you saw it more with her, but they all have yeah. to have that. They're, they're 
company, you know, they're crazy competitors. They're incredible athletes. Oh, I, I, you know. By the way, that was something I did early on. So I was, I was, I did gymnastics for a little while. Yeah. So I know what that's like. But she, when she was doing it, when she was at top of her game, the way she was built, she was kind of like, you know, stocky and small and everything. She just reminded me of Pete Rose. And when she wasn't smiling and attacking like the vault or or, or uneven bars or, or Florex, she just that was that was. Yeah, the person who came to mind. But anyway, my story of the week is what happened uh, this past week. The industry shutting down, walking away from the tables. SAG strike continues. Screen Actors Guild, the writers got theirs taken care of. That's why you know Saturday Night Live came back last week and some of the other shows. But SAG AFTRA is um, still out on strike, and there are a number of reasons why. Um, but there is a chasm between the two, and it does not look good for any sort of resolution anytime soon so wow. that was my and, and people were talking this week like you know there was hope yeah that's what i was hearing it sounded like there was some, something was on the way it looked like it was gone and listen i one of the things that i know that the studios don't want to deal with is the shorter contracts everybody's going into this now like lebron writers did it and i and i think sag is doing this too we don't want no 10-year contracts anymore because we're talking about technology that could change next week and you'd be locked into it that's why the writers only took a three-year contract We'll be, we'll be back in a couple of years when technology, you know, has has morphed into something else that we didn't expect that's affecting our jobs. So along with the other things and, and revenue sharing and, and and streaming, this really comes down to a lot of the streaming, too. Because this is what the, 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 the studios have tripped and fallen into technology that has saved them a lot of money and can make them even more and... That's one of the sticking points, along with AI, too. So, again, the fact that they um, had to walk away from the bargaining table is my story of the week. And it affects 159 counties here in this state. So, yeah, yeah, it's not just me. It's everybody. And the restaurants that are waiting for these studios to open back up and lo- that are location places around the city, the little tourist stops. When you want to go to Sonoya to check out what's going on with The Walking Dead or whatever they have there, everything has suffered. During this, all okay. these little little pockets around Georgia. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. You look around and all the and places and all the new places that are coming online are, are, are waiting because we talk a lot mm-hmm. of new, new studios that are coming up and they're just kind of sitting there waiting right now. Well, the construction can go, but yeah, there's there's nothing and there's movies being put in there. You know, look at Taylor's. She's putting a new movie in or just did last week, and Beyonce's coming. And there's a t- by the way, I want to see that new one with De Niro and and DiCaprio. That looks interesting. The yep. Scorsese movie. Yeah. Yep. I want to check that one out. Okay. All as right. As I can. Yeah. All right. What's your story? Uh, the Braves. What was the emotion? I guess I'll ask you since we already know what it is. Where did you go once this game ended, meaning mentally, when you sat back and yeah, thought about it? Yeah, I, I just, you know, when you saw what happened, you you were hopeful going into the, the last game, and then you saw him really hit Strider, and you said, okay, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. And, then, you know, you get the bases loaded with the guy you wanted to play, Right. And the guy makes the play out in the outfield on, on, mm-hmm. on Acuna. And you say, okay, well, that's <laughs> this ain't yeah, our day. It's just not going to happen. And, um, you know, what, what else can can you say? I mean, that's that's the thing that, you know, about the team. Pack everything up and pack everything up and then head down for Florida, you know, and uh, start it all over again. Well, and Acuna, but there's no guarantee you have another season like that. No, you, not like that. Yeah. Who, ha- who has a season like Acuna had this year? Yeah. You know, how long did it take for somebody to hit 400 again after Ted Williams did it yeah, last? Yeah, 
So, you know, I mean, that's the thing. You can wait for it, but, uh, you know, you can bring back much of the same cast, and you got people with some long-term contracts. You know what you're going to have coming back, and you know what you're capable of doing. It's just uh, maybe you come back and you don't win the division next time. <laughs> so you keep going, you, and you don't sit and collect dust. Okay. Well, again, it just it just did not seem like once you got into this series, and you could talk about rest and rust and all of that stuff, but mm-hmm. it just you know it, it just had a, a weird feeling right from the beginning. Yeah. So anyway, that's Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two ninety game ninety two ninety game dot com. Cutting into Mister Crenshaw's uh, segment where he talks about what's going on locally yeah, here. Just, just a what's couple happening, of things. Man? Just a couple of things here. College football. Um, of course, Georgia was a winner yesterday over Vanderbilt thirty seven. 220 the final score in that one. Georgia State with a win last night, 41-24 over Marshall. Um, five and one, uh, Georgia State is. Nice crowd last night. Congratulations to the homecoming queen. Man, the temperature dropped. I'm glad I had a sweater. But uh, you had some some folks, some of the folks, some of the ladies out there in the spaghetti strap dresses. It was a little difficult for about a fourth quarter of that game. They went somewhere to get warm. But the Panthers are, do get the win. They're on the road next week. And Lafayette, Louisiana, which your team thinks that. Which, why are you laugh when I do that? Because the way your your mouth curls up and your face get all scrunchy. Because you never beat. Because you never beat those people. Georgia <laughs> like, State has like, never beaten them. They're two teams in the cups. They never beaten. They never beaten Lafayette. You know Le- what they call. They want to call them. They want to call themselves Louisiana. Don't say Lafayette. Just Louisiana. We're all Louisiana. You look like somebody puts a cure comb on your nose. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you got to play them. <clears throat> got to play them next week and see if they can get a win. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Southern Falls, James Madison beats them. James Madison is on a roll. That's Georgia State's next home game. Uh, they beat uh, Georgia Southern 41-13, final score in that one. Mercer falls to Chattanooga. The Mocs beat them 22-10, final score. Uh, the alma mater gets a win. Georgia State, uh, West Georgia Got wins a win over, over Shawan, 35-24. They're 4-2, homecoming in Carrollton next Saturday. Also be homecoming next week for, uh, no, for Clark Atlanta, and they lose to Shorter. 1913. Uh, next week, Clark Atlanta's home, their homecoming against Central State, the fighting Hugh Douglases. Um, Valdosta State's a win over Mississippi College, 21 to 10. Uh, Miles beats Morehouse. I think this is Morehouse's first home game. They've been on the road the whole first home game. Uh, Miles beats them 36 22. Uh, Thursday night, Fort Valley lost to Benedict. Boy, did they lose to Benedict, 48 to 6. That's a game that was televised. And uh, Allen over Albany State. Sorry, Dr. Maria Boynton. Uh, spoiling home over. You know what? You know what? Our, you know what? Our, our friend and our colleague. She went back to her alma mater. Of course, she's on the board and very active alumnus of Albany State. She marched with the alumni band. Yeah, I don't know what inst- I don't know what instrument she played, but but Dr. Maria Boynton got <laughs> see see out there. Dr. Maria Boynton got it. She got a shirt and everything. She got out there with the alumni alumni band. This week down in at, at Albany State, and, uh, they didn't win the game, but I'm just seemed like they seemed like she had a nice time down there. I saw uh, her this week. Did you? I did. I saw her on Tuesday. Yeah, because well, Monday was the holiday, right? Right. So she was up here Tuesday. And but, but then she had to get down. She had to get down state because they had things going on down there. And she had to be, you know, she had to be in the middle of those things. So, you know, great time. Seemed like they had a wonderful time. But Allen beat them for the game. Allen is six and one, by the way. And these these are folks that just started football up here about five six years ago. Uh, Reinhardt, 50, 57 uh, to nothing winners over St. Andrews, and Barry over Millsap, 64 to 7. Talk to some college football scores. You know, we talked about um, the band event, you know, HBCU Band of the Year. 
Um, and we saw the, the rankings of the first rankings is coming out. Of course, this is happening on the night before the celebration bowl. People can vote for this. You can get in, involved with this. You go to Lockerverse, and uh, I think you have to start like, like an account or something if you want to go in each week and, and see who the main bands are and vote for them so you can. Maybe get John Grant on to explain a little bit more how this wor- how this is working. Um, but that's the thing. Of course, I've been following them on, on uh, Twitter or the X. Uh, they have a, a Twitter site set up there at uh, ESPN, B-O-T-Y, B-O-T-Y, Band of the Year. And it's coming up on December 15th at 6 o'clock, um, the day before the Celebration Bowl, which I, I think, I, once again, I think we're going to see uh, Florida A&M against North Carolina Central. That's who I think we're going to see in the game. Okay. And I think we may very well see Florida A&M's band the night before. So we, we, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I'm going to tell you something that yeah. you, you're not going to believe mm-hmm. came out of me. But uh, you know what I saw this past week? What was that? Not my story of the week, but I know you'd be proud. Four-letter network. Put on there in their top ten. Who's this kid from Mill Creek who caught this pass? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Oh, there yeah, was a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This past. You know what? It, it, and it, he made it, a catch that they put on uh, on SportsCenter. You top know what 10. that game ends up being? The new Heidi game. Oh, who they put? Who, who they? Who didn't they show? Okay, <laughs> you said Heidi. It was a, remember the Heidi? Yeah, game they replaced. You, 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 they put it, that it, that movie on movie instead on of the football the, game. Oakland they got Raiders. down to the last second. This was Mill Creek against Buford. Right. This yeah, was it was big, Buford. It's okay. like, like like a game of the year. The two teams you think may be the state champions, right? Right. Uh, top recruits all over the field on both on both on both teams. I mean, you're talking about Trajan Greco, a uh, young man who's who's uh, committed to Georgia Tech for, for Mill Creek. Of course, Mill Creek won the state championship last year, but they lost to Buford regular season. So they're playing Buford regular season tonight. It was on, and they get down to the final seconds, and the game is still in question, and they cut away to Lakers and Golden State. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, they probably had a contract. They had a. They, well, I mean, but that, you, you kind of. I get it locally here, but you know. They they cut a man. They cut out of a game with all those <laughs> and it's the read return so people, of the people the, did some Elvis and shooting re, some TVs. Is that what you're saying? Return of the Heidi game, man. <laughs> Y'all don't know what he's talking about. You need to look that up. That's the famous thing that happened in sports. And as a matter of fact, it changed the NFL. I believe it was CBS was televising a Oakland Raiders playoff game. I forgot who yeah, it was it against. It was. No, that, that would be NBC back in the day. If it was, it it was, was, if okay. it was the Raiders, that would, that would be NBC. Well, it was a playoff and, and game. And they had promoted Heidi. Heidi was oh, a was, movie. was it Christmas? I don't know. Heidi was a movie kind of like. The Wizard of Oz and Sound and, and of Music, Ten Commandments, that kind of stuff. The, the, every year, yeah. annually, it, 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 and they had a lot of promotion. Heidi, this it, Sunday. Anyway, and, think and, about this. And, the network cut into an NFL football game yeah. to put on a movie. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't cut into the game. They left the game. Yeah, well, they, they just cut in, left it. They know. left it. Poof, they, they, they just put the, They put this movie on. Read your newspaper tomorrow. Now think about it. There, no, there, there, no, there was no internet or anything, <laughs> right? All these Archie Bunkers sitting in front of the TV in the chair <laughs> watching that game back in, what was it, 1968, 69, something like Somewhere that? Somewhere in there, yeah. And eat it. <laughs> that that was a, that was probably the first big television surprise. I think the next one was in the, when the Sopranos got off the air, and it just went to black. It was about like that. Made people mad as you know what. Anyway, coming up next, your partner, Chris Parker. Yeah. The High School Scoreboard Show is going to join us next. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. And all the kids at school, they were wishing they were me that night. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this October 15th. It's a Sunday morning. Want to thank you guys for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. The guy who's up here on Friday nights. 
with Mr. Crenshaw. Just, I, I mean, he is your, I guess he's your Scotty Pippen. And then, hey, nothing wrong I don't with know, but more than that, man. Well, he, Scotty's he, he in the Hall of Fame. He, he knows a whole lot of folks now. Well, before he gets he gets in for two, you know, he gets in two times. Yeah. For what he did before, he's like Michael. Michael got in with his brothers, and then he got got in solo. Chris Parker, good morning, sir, and thank you for all the work you do here at nine at uh, ninety two nine game. Man, that was a great intro. And we don't I'll, have... I'll take oh. Scotty Pippen, man. I've been called a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here, we're gonna have a little fun with you, okay? Yeah. All right, you heard the song coming back. Did you hear that? Right. Meatloaf. I play there once in a while. I love the fact, Sam, I took this dude deep in a softball game once. He used to fancy himself as he'd come with his road crew and they'd play the local radio station, and he pitched all the time, and I got footage of it. But that's not why you called. In that song. Meatloaf deep? Pardon? You took him deep? I took him deep at Softball Country Club. Yeah, Meatloaf. That's, That's one of the highlights of my life. But. My question to you is from that song, Mr. Parker, what Hall of Fame, what Hall of Fame professional sports athlete is featured in it? Hmm. There's a there is part of that song, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, features a Hall of Fame baseball player. Hmm. I don't know. You it is me. it is Phil Rizzuto. He's the one who makes the call. Do you remember halfway through that song they do this like the yeah. baseball call or whatever? Anyway, it's the scooter. It's Phil Rizzuto. Insignificant information. There's more of it this morning. As we welcome you in here, man, <laughs> you guys, what kind of season have you and Sam had so far as far as how you look at the game so far this uh, 2023 season? Yes, it's been exciting. Uh, every week's been a little different, and we're kind of at the point in the year where um, for the high school season, they stay a week or two ahead of where people are in college and maybe a few more weeks ahead of the NFL. So we're really in the home stretch. You know, most teams got about two to three games left, and mm-hmm. – playoff position, reading championships and all that. And so I think the the story so far has really been in that top class 7A, which we, um, you know, being that it's the biggest schools we probably cover the most, is really wide open with seven or eight really, really, really good teams. And you maybe thought Buford was slightly better than all of them, but then Buford got beat Friday. And you kind of could see that there's that, that group of six or seven teams in 7A that you, you don't really know which team is going to, have a chance, and I think most years you can get that number down to about three or four by now. Yeah, and we've just got a bigger group of people, wouldn't you say, Sam? I would say so. I would say so after after Friday night. Among the things that happened, I'm I'm looking right now at JJ Watts. Oh, that's crazy. JJ <laughs> uh, Watts' response to uh, the Buford, the end of the Buford Mill Creek game being zapped uh, for preseason NBA, and he was like, "You need someone to update me on what happened at the end of Buford Mill Creek." They're cutting away from the game's coverage with 20 <laughs> seconds left on the game-winning drive for a preseason <clears throat> basketball game was wild. Now, Kelly, both of you guys, I want to ask you a question. Do you stop and take pause for a minute and realize the significance of that? When you talk about Georgia foot, high school football oh, yeah. on a regular basis, you two have talked about this being either second or third as far as the top states in the country. And then you got this dude who's getting ready to go into the Hall of Fame who's not from Georgia. He's from Wisconsin, right? J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt, mm-hmm. and he's focused on a high school game here in Georgia. <clears throat> Say that out loud. I think, yeah, I think at first we, we were excited that uh, there was a high school game in Georgia in front of the Lakers and Warriors game, even if it was preseason. <laughs> we thought that was great. And then it turned into people were more interested in the ending of that than they were watching the basketball game. And so it is really – it just shows how far that's come, how far the coverage, the media um, – 
of Georgia high school footballs come, and of course those really good teams. And you can't turn on the TV on Saturday without seeing just many guys that played high school football in Georgia. Saw a ton of them yesterday. Yep, yep. You can't see it each and every week. You're going to see that, folks. Spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline this morning with Chris Parker, partner in crime for the High School Scoreboard Show here on Friday nights, uh, Sports Radio 929 The Game. We've talked around about every topic that's going on. And, um, and Chris, I know we weighed in on it. We'll let Greg weigh on it as well. The high school NIL, that's one of the things, I guess, that's been a, a backstory during this high school football season that this would come about. And a lot of people just had these nightmares that it's going to be the same thing we're seeing with college football. It won't be that, and I think we pretty much have agreed, it won't have that big of a drastic impact on things, do you think? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it could it could always be significant eventually, but the way it is written is not that significant. And truthfully, it's something they had to do to stay ahead of what legislation could have forced them to do. 31 states now have passed some kind of NIL language. This is not something Georgia pioneered. It's uh, it's it's something that's pretty vanilla and basically says if you if the local Dairy Queen wants to pay you to be on a billboard, as long as you don't use any uh, any advert any logos, any of your school's trademark stuff or the GHSA things, then then you can do that. Well, you know that was going to hold up in court anyway. You know if they want so what all that changed was. By doing that stuff previously, you could lose your amateur status, and now you don't. Uh, and there's probably a handful, literally five or six people in the whole state who may have those kind of opportunities. Sam and Greg, I'm sorry. I was looking. I thought you guys were going to go down some hole there, and I was no, looking no. looking at something we got coming course. up here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 Game. What? 92.9thegame.com. Well, I'll tell you what I do have, Chris, something that, that Greg talked about was excited because in addition to being a coach, you know, Chris was also an athletic director. Yes. And we talked about those fine folks that I get to go and visit with down in Savannah each each year. Uh, the decision makers and all of the new equipment and new things as they come along. You talked about the shot clocks for right. basketball. For years. You know, and, and so they had three years to implement that. They should be statewide all over the place. Coach, uh, Coach I think you were in the room when they were doing that type thing. Uh, as far yeah, as being- yeah. I mean, it's um, that's <laughs> it always evolved in trying to make it better. And things like the shot clock, the technology became available where it was more applicable to ask all the schools to get it. You know, a lot of times what people don't realize is you make decisions and those kind of things, what's best for everyone, 450 schools. And, yeah, I mean, big school can afford a shot clock, but everybody may not could have. Now it's, those type things are more prevalent. They're cheaper. You know, the technology's gotten better. And, um, you know, when you, when you get the opportunity, you get that sweet spot where you're not – you're not binding people for things, but you're making it better. That's what you're looking for anytime you're making those kind of decisions, Jeff. Chris, tell our audience what they need to know about NILs now landing and being there prevalent in high school football. Well, high school sports. NILs? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just – well, I mean, it's like if they want to – if a play, if, if there's a local business that wants to use a player for – you know, some kind of advertising or something for their name and likeness, they can. Uh, they cannot use the logo. So if they, you know, <laughs> they can't wear their jersey, they can't wear a shirt with the team's name on it, but there has to be something that's completely only promoting that individual, not the team. And uh, they can't form these collectives, which is what you see in the college football, where people get collectives, meaning, you know, maybe a national, maybe Coca-Cola, 
wants to sponsor Caleb Williams, but somehow all the money went into the USC pot and everybody's getting paid. Okay, and Chris, not able to do that, that, that's know? great. And, and, and forgive me because I actually I asked the question improperly. What I wanted to know is, well, you broke it all down a second ago. What I wanted to know from you is what are your concerns and oh, not what's happening. Well, what yeah. are your real, real concerns about this? I mean, as, as it is written, it's pretty, it's pretty vanilla. Uh, can people change it? Can people take that kind of thing and manipulate the rules and run with it and find ways to um, steer people to certain schools? You know, it says in there you can't do that. But I'm sure people find ways to uh, influence folks to transfer schools, to influence uh, younger kids to go to that school when they're in middle school maybe. Um, those are things that could happen and, and truthfully kind of maybe do already, but it may enhance that. that. That's probably the dark side of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're watching those things. We're spending time talking with Chris Parker. Uh, I had something else, too, uh, along with the shot clock thing. We're going to get video review this year for the state championship game. How far away are we from having that everywhere? What I'm saying is a version of it that will be affordable, for all this, because that, that, that's a big thing will be the price, but to have a right. version of it that will be affordable for high schools across the state to use. When does does Microsoft come up with it? Does Google come up with it, or somebody new? It's, yeah, it's it's probably not as far. It's a it's far off, but it's probably not as far off as you think, because it's very similar to the shot clock in the same kind of thing. You're not thinking about if Buford can afford it. You're thinking about if the single-A and double-A school can afford it, and you can't cut it off at a certain group of the people because, as we've seen this year, Sam, a, a 2A school might play a 6A school. You know, So you can't just say it's just this group of people are going to use it. Or this. So to make – you're going to have to find a point where everybody's filming the game the same way, and you're probably not getting that far from that. We had um, – when I was at Pickens, I was athletic director there – we had one of the big scoreboards. We still do, and um, it had that access, it had that ability. We could replay anything really quickly. So the technology is there. Many people have it more and more every. And I think when you get to a point where the most people can get it, you can pass some kind of legislation or some kind of law that would all but force the last few people to get it. And so you're, you're probably several years from that. But but it, the technology is there uh, with what coaches use on the sideline. That's what it comes from. See, I don't know you see that, Sam. They got those TVs on the sideline now. Coaches have those iPads, and, you know, they can access the replay really fast. So it's only a matter of time when everyone can do that that you can actually put that into place. Now, it comes with some – that comes with some problems too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, it comes with. But with, to answer your question, that's how you would do it. Yes. I got a quick one before we get on out of here, and really, this and I apologize for going around the world here with this one, but this is what I'm concerned about, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Perception. Perception of what could, what will be, what may be happening. It's perception, not only on the high school level, but I bring this up because of what I'm hearing on the college level. Georgia played Vanderbilt last week. And the post-game comments coming from the Vandy coach was, yeah, Georgia bought themselves a lot of good players. Oh, that was Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky, excuse me. And the fact that that would be said out loud. Now, we knew what he meant, but the point is there's a, people are taking perception and running with it, and running with Absolutely. it as, as fact. And that's what I see is going to be the biggest hurdle moving forward. And do you see that 
being challenged and actually going about the next few years trying to knock that down and, and what people believe yeah. is not true. I think it's, I think you're, I think, I think you're absolutely right, Greg. I think that's probably the main hurdle. Um, but unfortunately that perception is very difficult to, um, it's very difficult to take away. And, and it, in some cases the, the rules allow some things that then you, you can uh, twist the words a little bit, make it sound really bad. But um, if, if the rules allow it, it's, it's going to be tough. And I think that's what people, when they first heard the high school NIL thing, yeah, that was where they went to was like, Oh gosh, not them too, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so that's why my answer had to be more. It's not all that. It's not the same thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, to educate people to try to help with that perception yeah. because you're right. The perception is not good with, um, we're just paying these people, but at the same time, you know, the, the, the laws and the legislation, have shown that they're going to side with the athlete and their ability to make money off of their name, image, and likeness. So you got to balance both, and, and it is a challenge. Well, if we, nobody said it to you two guys anytime uh, lately. You do a great show. You do a great service, but you do a great show on Friday night. Chris Parker, Sam Crenshaw, um, 92.9 The Game's high school scoreboard show every Friday night, starting at 7 o'clock and ends at whenever that last game is, right? Uh, midnight. <laughs> yeah, we're out at midnight, even if that last game's longer, man. I'm tired. <laughs> Chris, we thank you, man. Get, thanks for getting up and being part of the show. Thanks, thanks guys. Take care. Uh, there you right, go. Thanks, Chris, Chris Parker coming up. Sean Belisian is going to join us top of the hour. We're going to get you set for the hockey season. It started last week, but he's going to let you know everything you need to know about what's going on up there. And Miles Garrett will talk a little Braves, talk a little MLB playoffs, and also talk Falcons. That is coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 15th day of October. It's one in the morning, Sam. I don't know. How would you describe it? It's cloudy, but you can kind of see the sun. And as I'm sitting here listening to Al Green, it might be one of those where you want to roll over and see what's on, on, on while you're listening to us. No, nah, because, because you got to get ready to get out. Either you're going down to the Falcons game today or maybe to Pride Parade. That's going to mention that. Downtown you... Atlanta is going to be, going to be you know, just blitz. If you're coming downtown, you, you, this is what you want to do today. It's nice outside. You want to bundle up and, and head out because Pride Parade starts at noon. Mm-hmm. Falcons start at 1. And of course, we got the Falcons here. Yes, we do. Well, there you the go. Game. Y'all can't lay in bed. Yeah. Get up, get up, get out. Yeah. And if you can't get in front of a TV, we yeah. have got – no, listen, before the Falcons, we, we start working, you know, a little over an hour from now. Yeah. Because we got Baltimore at – well, not at – versus Tennessee. They're not at not Tennessee. Not at Tennessee. <laughs> you, you, you have a good chance of getting a good parking spot because they're going to be in London. Baltimore, Tennessee. Um, then you're going to be on our cousin station, WAOK, mm-hmm. 9 o'clock pregame, mm-hmm. kick at 9.30. I have got something – incredible to tell you having to do with not the professional Tennessee team, just the name Tennessee this morning stuck out in something I saw. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, and you are going to open your mouth in amazement. Really? Yes, I am. That's a tease. And coming up at the top of the hour, maybe the end before the end of this one. I'll see. Okay. Because it leads into something having to do with the top of the hour. But we got Baltimore, Tennessee down at AOK. Then we got Falcons at Washington right here. Pre-game 11 o'clock, kick at 1 o'clock. Right here. And, of course, we get out of here. Wait for a tailgate show. There we go. All right, so those guys are going to be at that. And then the Washington fo- Commanders. Following the Commanders, we got Giants and Buffalo. That's tonight. 
7.30 uh, pregame kick at 8.15. And while, you think, while I'm thinking about it, tomorrow we got basketball action. Preseason, Hawks at uh, Indiana. Yeah, we haven't talked about them. They're 3-0 and preseason. I know it's preseason basketball because who pays attention to preseason basketball? Well, you but obviously. But Hawks have, yeah, Hawks have won. <laughs> and you know what they did? The, the, you know, they played their first two games at State Farm Arena, but yesterday afternoon they played down in College Park. As well they should. They played at College Park, uh, yeah. uh, you know, and, and uh, I'll tell you what, it's this nice intimate setting, and there was NBA action there, and they played the New Orleans Pelicans, and Zion Williamson actually played. Wow. There was a Zion sighting? There was a Zion Williams sighting. Well, this is like Williams the Falcons sighting. when they have their little scrimmage, they go to one of the high schools. They still do that. They didn't do it last they year, did done, they? They haven't done that in a minute. Yeah. Um, Why but, is that? But, uh, I, I don't know. Well, you, got you, your finger, you got your finger on the pulse of well, stuff. Well, no, I mean, you know, I, 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 what's kind of what kind of what has kind of replaced that is the like like the like kind of open house they have at Mercedes Benz Stadium. I think it's kind of replaced that where they come in and do the workout, do the scrimmage, and you know, David Archie explains what's going on mm-hmm. in the practice and whatnot, like they would do at the high school. So I think that has replaced it. Um, the industry's on strike. I was going to spend this time to uh, give you an up, and I will give you some kind of thoughts and. A little bit of update on some things here. But I didn't give you a chance in the last segment with Chris to talk about the Hall of Fame. And I wanted to do that, cut into this segment a little bit, and give you a chance to mention some of the stuff having to do with the high school football Hall of Fame that we didn't talk about last segment. Yeah, but just as it's coming up, that is coming up next Saturday at, uh, at, the, at the College Football Hall of Fame downtown. And the great class is coming in, some a great group of luminaries, uh, guys who have, you know did some tremendous things representing the state of Georgia. And, uh, you know, one of the uh, guys with the gold jacket, uh, mm-hmm. Camp Bailey, didn't make it last year. He's going to be here for it this year. We had a chance to talk to one uh, for our school day segment this, uh, just Friday night, and Pat Swilling uh, played at Georgia Tech. And just hearing those guys reflect on their times uh, in high school football, I think it's going to be great. And so Chris Parker and I are both on the board. We both helped to select the, uh, those inductees for this time. And so uh, we're looking forward to it next week. Tickets, I think, are still available if you want to come down and join in next uh, Saturday evening at the uh, College Football Hall of Fame downtown. Okay. Yeah. And you, y'all going to take a picture. Is that picture available of all of the voters in their jackets someplace? I, I think they did get us together for someplace. I, they probably will this time. I think they got us together. You know, I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember posing for a picture? But not, no, I'm, but, I am, I, but I am in a picture. I, I, oh, they're doing I, like which, that which, thing. Which, which I will show to you. They've been doing that a lot lately this past week with Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor. Yeah. You see that? You got him coming out of a restaurant, which you saw about three months ago, and then they put her next to him. It's just bad. It just ugh. they're trying too hard. But <laughs> let me just let me hard. just let me just just say this, and this is my theory. Yeah. Okay. Now them two could end up being engaged and, and get married and all that sort of stuff, and God bless them. But I absolutely believe this was a marketing ploy that somebody tripped into when they realized that. Taylor Swift can't go out and promote her movie that she's got coming out. Have, well, it's out now with her tour because none of the talk shows were going on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she gets this note from this profession, this Pro Bowl tight end about how he was trying to go blah, 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 and all this sort of stuff. And then she didn't respond. And he got people. Yeah. This, guy had, this dude had a television show where he had 25 women chasing after him. You know, I forgot. Was it something being Travis Kelsey or – you know, dating Travis Kelsey, something know. like that. I, I, it wasn't one of them shows. I always, I always try to avoid those shows, but well, go ahead. <laughs> he's got people. Oh yeah, of they put them does. together, and it wasn't the fact that you know this guy is not Tom Brady level famous as a player, but he is on the team that won the Super Bowl, and he plays in the biggest sports league in America. Yeah, 
and she could get next to that. And that's all this was about. Oh, yeah. And oh, so yeah. the fact that she is doing this, but not necessarily, there's a real fine line going on here because she's a SAG member. Okay. And there's an agreement having to do with this movie and being released, and then there's the strike going on. There's, there's all kinds of weird areas where she's walking, but apparently it's all good. But that's where her promotions come, from sitting up there, hanging out in the press box, and letting, and letting the NFL run promos for her movie for free. Now, let's see what happens in the next couple of weeks. We're going to hear a story, you know, about she having to go back on tour or he something. They're going to gradually pull these two apart, I absolutely believe it, before Christmas. Why? I, because the, the, it's, the, the working relationship is now over. Her movie's out. The tour, she's going to go back on tour at some point, and those tickets have already been sold. So from a business standpoint, she's a, achieved detente. <laughs> I don't think so. I, you, I think what else does she need to do? But we scare this thing. Oh, we, why not? It's visibility. She's got a camera. You know how many cameras are at an NFL game, and now she's got her own camera. But here's she's the got point. got one camera that just set then on you, her the whole time. Then you know it's about her getting publicity because she can't be hanging out with him. He's in the season. He ain't got time to be hanging out. They all tell you. The players, they are disconnected from their families during the season. She ain't family. She's just somebody knows. My point is, that's even worse. You make time for your family. She's just, you know, somebody, somebody knows. possibly dating or knowing, but it's not what they have made it's, it to it's, seem. It's, it's, it's good backstory. It, it, you know, if anybody had told you that one of the biggest stories in national football. That's league, right. No, you're right. With, you would say no way. No, everybody you know? would have said no and, way. But her publicity people said, why didn't we think of this sooner? <laughs> you know, <laughs> an event with that many cameras and now they're going to put one on you. They have a camera meeting. <clears throat> they have a camera meeting her at the gate. Just like NBA players when they get off the bus and walk to the locker room. But they it had to be a it had to be a perfect storm because he had to be single. He had to be without his girlfriend at the time being, you know. So he had to be, you know, being on the Super Bowl team. A lot of this stuff fell into place. Well, yeah. It, it, it yeah. it's perfect it's perfect for that. Uh, but, but like a, but like I said, PR people are, are like yeah, why they didn't are. They, and, and there's some other PR folks for other folks then. <laughs> who's an NFL player we can get you next to, you know? And, and so the NFL kind of hadn't done a lot of this. The NBA is great for this. The NBA gets celebrities and puts them courtside. Right. You know, it's different with the NFL. You're going to put them in a seat. You're going to put them in a box. She goes to Kansas City. I'm sure that the, uh, you know, the the, the ownership of the, uh, the Hunt family, they don't mind comping her or comping her a suite. To, to be in, right? And now who's your best who's your best friend? Who who's who's your best friend? Patrick Mahomes' wife. They ain't hanging that? out. They just, just oh they man, just, it's oh, Laverne yeah, and Shirley and the two of them. Right. So again, I'm not mad at what it. Took I'm her just so saying long? what took her so long. Well she had she had to find that right dude. <laughs> you know? She had to and of all again it, Not just any team now, but the team. That and it's not even them right? together. It's not like when this happened with John Mayer that all the Swifties can go out and buy John Mayer stuff. Right. Maybe a couple of his albums. Right. They are all wearing Kansas City Chiefs jerseys with Swifty on the back. Yeah. The money that this league has made. I mentioned this earlier to Eric. This, this league. It's a great her, business arrangement. They fall into a sewer and come up with two gold watches. Oh, yes, absolutely. Very much. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 Game, 929Game.com. Uh, it, it's to, too, bad, too bad they're not playing a game over in London. Because that would have, the show would have gone over. And you picture that in London, right? The way people are going on about it in the States. If the Chiefs had to play a game in London right now and her flying over there, my goodness. Yeah. 
Yeah, the tabloid folks were just, oh, wow. So, having said that, and you know that there's a strike going on, and you know that the your writers are back, but the uh, actors, uh, Screen Actors Guild, after they are still out on strike, there is a um, Montana size gap between the two, so it doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. And a lot of this has to do with the technology that's out there, uh, streaming, sharing, just just a lot of things unforeseen. And so the writers went and sort of set the pace by saying, listen, we're not going to sign anything more than three years because we know this technology could change in two weeks. And so we're not going to be locked in for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what I've, and I've got no updates. We're going to try and get Eric to come on here, Eric Goims, when he gets back from Los Angeles. He's at the table, but we don't know. Just, you know, just don't know. So in the meantime, try and have some fun. You ready to have some fun, Sam? During this segment, <laughs> Sam not? and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 Game, 929Game.com, and keeping in the movie drama. How many professional athletes can you name that have been in movies? Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, like, you are – Oh, I'll give you the obvious one. We'll start. We'll start with Johnny Weissmuller. He was the first, an athlete, right? This guy was an Olympian, and he was the first Tarzan. So he made a bunch of Tarzan movies. So I'm well, going yeah. back. I'm going back to the original guy, Johnny back. Weissmuller. So, do you want me to mention an athlete? You tell me the movie, or do you want me to mention a movie and you tell me the athlete? Oh my goodness, I don't. know. Or do you want to give me just a couple off the top of your head? But all right, real quick, are you Go talking ahead. cameo appearances? No, 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 or no, like no, no. no. I'm talking, became actors. I'm, I'm talking about well, in some, the, if it were a cameo, it was enough to where it was relevant to the movie. Gotcha. Okay. And I'll give you one example: Andre the Giant. Okay, y'all didn't know he was in the movie. Yeah, yeah. He, he played the tall guy. He was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the regular Gene Siskel back there. Yeah, he was in <laughs> Princess Bride. Okay. With, with Billy Crystal and all of them. All right. So that sort of thing. Come on, guys. You, I mean, you. Well, Mike Tyson's cameo in Hangover is iconic. There you go. That's iconic. One. There yeah. you go. I say Bubba Smith. There you go. Now y'all got the hang of it. Okay. OJ Simpson, well, of wait, course. Wait, hang on a second. You said Bubba Smith. You didn't say that. Uh, Police Academy. Okay. Well, folks yeah. don't all know that. Extra credit for his name yeah. in the movie. Do you remember his name? Hightower. There you go. Moses. Yeah. Moses Hightower. Couldn't <laughs> drive a car. <laughs> Okay, see, we're having some fun here. All right, give me another. You said, uh, I know you said, did you say uh, that running back? Yeah. Well, I said Which one? O.J. Simpson. Okay. Yeah. How many, which one? Orenthal. Orenthal James. Well, unfortunately. Which and, which O.J. movie would you watch again? That's the question. Now, would you sit down and watch The Tower of Inferno? Nah. Nah. I'd but, watch a Naked Gun movie again. Just yeah. so naked stupid. Gun, yeah. And I also thought the first in 10 series was actually not bad. Okay. With a young Delta Burt. All right. Remember that? Uh, yeah. yeah, man. I never watched that. What you call it? Designing Women, was it? Designing Women. Man, I never watched that show. Come on, y'all leaving some big ones out here. Uh, Any, did you mention Jim Brown? Well, you can mention Jim Brown. You can mention Bernie Casey. You can mention Fred Dick Buckus. There yeah, you go. All right. Oh, oh, Buckus oh. is when then. Uh, he was Bron He was Brown Bones in, uh, what's it called? With the horse, they, hit, they hit his horseman. He played Brown Bones. I missed that one. Alex Karras. Yeah. There you go. Alex Karras. I didn't miss the Butkus one. Yeah. Alex Karras. Um, uh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> oh, done. okay. Does he Come count? On. Who was the, 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 point guard, the point guard from UCLA? Thank you. Thank you. Who's, who's in that one? Oh, Mike Warren. No. Yeah, Mike Warren. Yeah, but that's but that's not Blazing Saddles, but Mike Warren was the actor who, who was the point guard for UCLA's Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar team. Yeah. Yes, and he was in? Hill Street Blues. Thank you. Hill Street Blues. Love yeah. that show for that. Um, y'all are missing 
Oh, it's a bunch of Predator. Yeah, it's, it's, I mentioned the movie Predator. Yeah. Nothing. Jesse Ventura. You Jesse call him Carl an athlete? Weathers, Ventura. Je- Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Okay. And, and, yeah. That's, that's well, a rocket. Yeah. 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 A lot of other shows for him. <sighs> I'll be back. I guess Arnold's an athlete, yeah. yeah. He's the greatest, yeah, great, greatest so. bodybuilder of all time. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. All right. Um, oh, man. You I try, know that. You I know try and bring, more. You try and bring, uh, what was it? What was the line? You bring Walton and Lanier up and down the court 18 times. You tell your dad to do that. <laughs> Airplane, Kareem. Oh, Kareem, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you a basketball he player? that kid. You don't play <laughs> defense. <laughs> okay, uh, so. Dumb and Dumber. Y'all left, and we're going to talk hockey in a minute with uh, Sean Belisian, Cam Neely. Okay. Who did Arnold fight in Conan the Barbarian? Wilt Chamberlain. There you go. Well, and, and then last two, we got to get the break. We, we got to say LeBron and Michael Jordan. There you both, go. There we go. All right. Something about Mary? Nobody? No. Ben Stiller? I don't know. Played, <laughs> played football here for a minute. Brett Favre. Really? Dan Marino and Ace Ventura. The Rock and I don't know how many. No, uh, Dan Marino's also in Bad Boys 3 or 4. He had a really good cameo in that. Hulk Hogan, yeah, Suburban mm-hmm. Commandos. Anyway, those guys, some of the athletes. Hogan did quite a few. He did a number of them. Much. Okay, okay. All right, hold up. Before we get to the break, then, oh, 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 then, oh. then, then, do we have to include The Rock? I just said The yeah. Rock. Oh, did yeah. you? Okay, oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. You get a bunch of them. And don't forget Shaq and Kazam. Sam and Greg, moving into wow. the 8 o'clock hour. We are about Blue to talk ships. hockey, but we're not done with the Braves and what, you know, just putting a wrap on their season and getting ready for the uh, playoffs or the rest of them with Miles um, Miles Garrett is going to join us. Bashan Belizean, WJR. He is going to let us know what we need to know about this upcoming NHL season. He's joining us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 